You're listening to another episode of the Zag Urkosop here, continuing our social distancing mini-series. Have a returning guest today. AJ's back from the 2019 crew in Detroit. She's one of our favorite podcast guests and also the one who actually showed me how to edit podcasts. So if you've enjoyed the last hundred or so episodes and noticed the improved quality, she's the reason why. But let's catch up with her, see what else she's working on, see how she's surviving these strange times. Let's get to it. Yeah, you know, so many people are talking about hobbies and learning things during these quarantine times. But yeah, I think back, to, this was probably a couple of months ago, you actually showed me how to edit a podcast. It made a huge difference. Um, and we were chatting about your podcast beforehand. Are you listening to other podcasts during this time? How are you staying sane? Uh, you know, it's interesting um, that my podcast listening capabilities have actually come down. Um, because I am, um, constantly either recording, um, other podcasts as a guest speaker, or, um, I have a new TV show coming up. So I'm in the process of, uh, recording episodes for that and taking care of that. And on top of that, I've decided, you know, I don't have enough work. Uh, but really it was like, I felt compelled by everything that's going on, uh, to, try and serve in even a greater capacity than I have before. So things have gotten a lot busier for me. So when you say TV show you're recording, are you involved with the TV show or just something that you're going to watch? Oh, no, I am the host of the TV show. Oh, tell me about that. I don't know about this. Yeah. Uh, so it is uh, through an up and coming uh, network called Paradigm Television Network. Uh, and, uh, it, the whole premise of this network is really to restore TV and to counter the negative, um, messaging and the negative entertainment that we might be getting, um, so much of, especially right now, but you know, this trend has been sort of going on for a while. So the mission of the owner behind this TV network was to restore television, to make it, um, you know, thought provoking, fun, educational, but also on a, in, you know, with a positive spin. And so uh, they approached me to uh, do a show. And uh, we had several conversations and negotiations and everything. And uh, so I now have a TV show called The Leadership Code. And how can we see this show once it shows up on TV? So we are in the process of um, doing the initial work and putting it up. But once it is, uh, you can just look up Paradigm Television Network either on Amazon Fire TV or through Amazon, um, you know, the app store uh, or on Roku for now. Those are the uh, sort of three spaces we're starting out on. We will be rolling out onto other platforms by the end of the summer, early fall, but we also didn't want to um, sort of overreach to start off with. So these are the platforms that we're starting off with. What's the secret to being good on TV? Um. You know, I don't know yet. Um, I will, I have, I truly have no idea what I can tell you is whether I'm good or not. I'm just being me. So you're gonna hear some goofy jokes and you're gonna get a hundred percent authentic me as I am, as you've known me and met me. So that should be awesome. Wow. All right. And this is like full on studio. You get to do the hair, makeup and all that stuff. Right now, um, the first few episodes until we are taking um, quarantine measures very seriously. So the first few episodes um, 
I got all the equipment, you know, we went through all of that, got a space set up in my office, the lighting, all of that. And I'm doing virtual recordings through a platform. And then I send them um, my files and then they take care of the post-production. All right. Well, we'll definitely stay tuned. That's very exciting. Yeah. One thing I want to ask you too, what is your... What is your life like as a parent in quarantine times? Oh, man, that's a great topic. Um, you know, um, it's interesting. Uh, and I want to relate this to what you were talking about when we started this about the productivity and the leveling up and the picking up hobbies and all of that. Uh, I think the biggest hobby I've picked up and, you know, if I, you know, if I were a gaming avatar, I, I would say I probably leveled up by like a million levels. Um, patience. <laughs> I uh, did not realize how much extra patience um, handling my four-year-old especially takes because, you know, she's enough to be like five people at once. But it's been it's been amazing. Um, There is a little sense from her of, you know, she's like, oh, my God, it's just you and dad again. (laughs) Like, when do I get to see other faces? When do I get to interact with people? So it's interesting um, navigating that with her. Uh, She's four, but I don't hide anything from her in terms of what's going on around us. And I have very candid conversations with her about the dangers and why we are doing what we're doing and why we need to be doing these things. And the fact that we don't know how long this is going to last, but we do know that it is going to end at some point. And um, really, what can we do to help kind of speed it along? I was curious too, you know, you're seeing a little bit of this on Twitter and some other places and, and sort of half joking, half not, but, you know, I've seen folks who reference their grandparents and they'll say like, oh, I finally understand why my elder grandparents did these strange behaviors that they had then said were associated with say the great depression or some like very trying economic times or very trying historical times. What do you feel like will be some lasting things that our kids will be weirded out by when we're older and still do based on what's, what's happening now you think? Um, gosh, I hope I, for everybody's sake, I hope everybody continues the hand washing even after this. I mean, come on. Why was that even like a thing, you know? Um, But I think some of the weird, uh, I feel like um, one thing that I'm really curious about how this is going to pan out is what reconnecting face-to-face is going to look like after we go through this you know are we still are we are we going to completely eliminate hugs and kisses when we see our friends and are we just gonna go to the namastes or are we gonna go overboard on the other end and all of a sudden now like you know these greeting rituals turn into these like five minute things you know because we went through this period of isolation i don't know it's gonna be interesting yeah i was out this morning um for doing some food runs to the um, public housing complex that's in our neighborhood. And so there's a staging area essentially at one of our middle schools nearby. And so, yeah, just kind of doing runs back and forth, putting boxes of food in my car and taking it to the other place. And yeah, everyone's in masks and, and gloves and you're still communicating and talking, but there is a, yeah, it's my first kind of real being out and about amongst that many people with 
the exterior coverings that we have on now. And I was, yeah, I was trying to guess as I was driving home what the implications are for yeah interpersonal relationships. And Absolutely. you know, someone didn't recognize me, called me by a different name. Um, you know, someone I didn't recognize I'd been talking to the whole time and only when I was driving home, I was like, oh, that's who that was. And a lot of those little things, I wonder how that will, will add up over time and, and yeah, how that will will change how relationships either are started or maintained. I, I, it's so hard to know. Absolutely. I agree with you. I think that, you know, one of a couple of interesting things that I hope will happen. Um, one of the interesting things that came out of this global pandemic for me, and you know, this is something that I'm deeply passionate about, is, um, you know, the entire invisible disability population. And so for me, it was truly um, sort of surprising um, in, in a very good way to start hearing these sentiments about it's not about whether I'm going to get it or not. I'm afraid of giving it to somebody who may be at higher risk or who may be mm-hmm. immunocompromised. You know, that sentiment of really um, paying attention to our, you know, being aware of ourselves enough to where we realize we may affect another person's literal health and reality that's a new sentiment in like mainstream dialogue, you know, because even though those types of conversations happened in pockets, they were only closed pockets. And all of a sudden, this little invisible pathogen made us all realize how much invisible baggage that many of us carry around. And these are becoming a part of mainstream conversation. So I do hope that that continues, um, you know, keeping, you know, that idea of like being compassionate, that idea of realizing that what we do can and will affect other people's uh, entire lives. Uh, I think that would be, that would be fantastic. And then the other one um, that I'm interested in looking at is what you were talking about is um, interpersonal relationships in terms of authentic connections. You know, I feel like face-to-face interactions in so many ways almost didn't let us make authentic connections because we were so focused on the superficials of how we look and how we're dressed and um, what somebody looks like, um, what their skin color is, uh, all of those kind of, you know, superficial visible factors. And now we really have this incredible opportunity to create, to go deeper and to create authentic bonds based on the invisible factors, Hmm. you know? So what does that mean for interpersonal relationships? (laughs) And I think that really also ties into, you know, what I was uh, ranting to you about in Messenger like uh, last week about uh, everything that's happening in the Asian American community and how people who are, uh, you know, people are getting attacked and, um, the, 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 you know, so the, something's just got to change about all of that. And I think while we're going through this, this is actually a really good opportunity for us to make those exact changes we need to make to have a stronger and more inclusive future for ourselves and, you know, our kids and the future generations. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll try to find some lighter fare in these heavy times. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Zag. We'll be right back. All right, on this idea of interpersonal relationships, you're someone who's who's presently in 
a partnered relationship. How would you advise someone to to date in these quarantine times? Um, I would say this is again an opportunity for you to get past the superficial <laughs> and to have you know real conversations about. Um, you know, and it doesn't have to be like deep, serious conversations, but, um, heck, you know, the the never ever game, the 20 questions games, um, watching a movie together online and making some sort of a game out of that, or, um, maybe reading a chapter of a book and then using that as a jumping point on a virtual date, um, I think the important part there is, you know, you still want that face-to-face connection, even if it's virtually. And that, I think, the advice I would give there for people in the online dating space is still dress up, look, you know, look nice, (laughs) like put that effort in, but go go a little bit beyond just putting the superficial effort in, in terms of actually asking the other person about how they're actually doing, how they're really doing, what are what are the things that they've learned about themselves? What are their hopes and fears and those sort of things? And, uh, you know, what the situation we're in just really lends itself to these kind of conversations that we only get to like on the what seventh, eighth date normally, but we can start off now, like on the first date. <laughs> you know, I asked you too about how parenting is going, but yeah, what's your main takeaway so far being cooped up in quarantine with a significant other? What kind of things have you learned about each other that you might not have learned if this hadn't happened? Um, I think uh, really just, and I, I feel like this is something we knew um, to some extent even before, but what this entire period has made salient to me at least is um Grace, grace for ourselves and grace for the other person, understanding that um, nothing that is happening around us is usual. So it shouldn't be business as usual. There's something wrong if it's just business as usual (laughs) in the face of all of this, you know, like what are you ignoring if business is happening as usual? So um, I think keeping in mind that we are going through a very weird period of transition. So things are going to be weird and that is okay. We're still going to get through it. Um, And even though we're socially isolated, we still need me time. So taking that me time, um, setting up separate spaces in your home, like my husband took over the entire basement and then I have my home office and that sort of little wing of the house and we disappear into these spaces uh, once she, you know, once our daughter's sleeping or before she wakes up and it's like, nope, this is my time. I'm still going to focus on me just because we're isolated. It doesn't mean we have to be attached at the hip. It sounds like advice not only to thrive, but to survive, which is mm-hmm. kind of the key in these in these times. And we hope these Zag episodes are ways for you both to survive and hopefully thrive by learning all these interesting things that are happening to all these interesting progressive folks across the country. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you want to catch all the past ones, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, they're all up. They're all there. We've dropped about 15, 20 episodes in the last two weeks or so of people doing very interesting things. And they're actually kind of a strange time capsule as well. If you even look back two weeks from now, we sound so much different than we do today. So if you're interested in that historical document, definitely do that. If you're just interested in passing some time, we're perfect for it. 
So until we catch you again, take care.